the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sydney Powell, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thank you so much for having me, Dennis. I'm honored to be on with you. It's very kind of you to say. Uh, let's start, obviously, with uh, with the uh, the issue of Michael Flynn. Uh, I'll ask you a question you, you may not be comfortable answering, but my point is not to create discomfort in you, but I need to ask it. Can you comment on his original counsel? Was he represented well originally? Well, let me answer that this way, and you're welcome to ask me anything. I don't get uncomfortable. So we have posted on my website. Wait, 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 wait. Forgive me. Wait, wait, wait. Forgive me one second. I just want to bathe in that in what you just said. I don't. <laughs> I don't get uncomfortable. You are so out of sync <laughs> with contemporary American life. I just. I just. I, I needed to revel in that just for a moment. Forgive me. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, posted on my website. That's right. In yes. the Flynn case. They're under, uh, it's at sydneypowell.com, and there's a media tab, and then there's the Flynn case. You can read the motion to withdraw his guilty plea for Covington's conflict of interest and ineffective assistance of counsel, which we have detailed there, and also attached exhibits that are absolutely stunning. So people can see the evidence for themselves. Amazing. May I ask, uh, I asked this of my producer, who recommended the original counsel to the general? His uh, former personal counsel uh, did because Kellner, Robert Kellner, the senior partner at Covington that was his primary counsel, uh, is a supposedly one of the best FARA Foreign Agent Registration Act people in the country. And just within a matter of weeks after General Flynn simply published an op-ed in The Hill about the government of Turkey and Fatula Gulen and the Gulenists who have problematic relationships and conduct in this country, he was besieged by the FARA unit, the Foreign Agent Registration Act unit of the Department of Justice under the National Security Division with demands that he do a FARA filing. So Kellner's counsel was sought to prepare the FARA filing. The problem came when the FARA filing did not exactly match what General Flynn, who was extremely busy at the time, had told Covington in his you know, meetings, his few meetings and conversations with them as they did a lengthy and extremely expensive investigation independently of all the things they wanted to investigate to complete the FARA filing. So when they filed it, there were some things in there that, frankly, I don't think were material. I don't think were really wrong. And they certainly should not have amounted to Wait, and, and the people who did this were his defense team. Exactly. That's a bit bizarre. The problem came then when special counsel starts focusing on the FARA filing as potential 
pending federal false statement prosecutions, which are five-year felonies. And Covington then should have immediately withdrawn from representing Flynn because that created a non-consentable conflict of interest. They either had to defend themselves and their own work, or they had to subscribe to what the government said Flynn lied to his lawyer's theory of the prosecution. What would they they say now? Do they... I want to move on, but I just, these are the things that always interest me. Would they acknowledge they screwed up? Uh, No. No, they blamed it on Flynn. They, They said Flynn lied to his lawyers, which is not correct at all. Who wanted and, to be, and all right. don't, frankly, I mean, if they had stood up, if they had a backbone and had pushed back against special counsel, there really was not a material misstatement in the FARA filing. There really wasn't. If they had said, listen, you're going to have to go through us to get to him. You know, we did all this. We charged him a couple hundred thousand dollars. We had uh, five lawyers at our firm working on it. We had input from six lawyers at other firms. And there's an email that we attached to our Uh, our motion to withdraw his plea within Covington, just among their lawyers, recognizing that the alleged fear of false statements were what were false. I mean, the government's accusations of the false statements were what were false, but they stood down on it. Why did they ask him to plead guilty? Why did Covington ask him to plead guilty? Yes, yes. Well, one of the points we make is their representation was hopelessly conflicted and they could not give him legitimate advice because there's no way to separate what they advised him to do from their own self-interest and not having the whole Farah issue blow up. Again, folks, and the, them, the, them I, think, I think for it because just, the Manafort judge had just entered a crime fraud exception order to get Manafort to get all the communications between Manafort and his lawyer and their emails inside that we attached to our, our filing about that also. Okay. So l- l- forgive me. I just want to exp- just an egregious injustice. Uh, yes. From every I, angle. I just, they should have immediately withdrawn. Want to explain to people just once again, the, the Farah is, is a, uh, is being an agent of a foreign country, correct? It's, it's well, it's really complicated. In fact, nobody Bloomin understands. Okay, fine. Well, then, all right, but it's related to that. Okay, so so two more two more immediately on that, and then I want to talk about prosecutors generally and your book. Uh, the uh, what what was the in your opinion? This is not a legal question. In your opinion, why was it so desirous of getting rid of General Flynn? There were a number of reasons. He was going to audit the intelligence community. That included the CIA, because Brennan has been running billions in off-book operations, and everybody knows the CIA is a disaster. He was going to, that includes 17 of the intelligence agencies that he was going to audit and reduce the bloat there that he knew existed. He was going to downsize the National Security Council because Obama had blown that up to like 400 people when it needs about 50. Uh, I think Rick Rennell and and, uh, Mr. O'Brien have been doing that since they have gotten into office. He knew about all the problems in Benghazi and, and who was responsible for those problems. 
He had spoken out about the war in Afghanistan while he was head of Obama's Defense Intelligence Agency, from which Obama fired him. He spoke out about the problems that ISIS was causing and why. That really got him in hot water with the Obama administration. I mean, that put a target on his back as far back as 2015. My guest is Sidney Powell, now uh, attorney for General Flynn. And she has written a book that is, uh, she has done a good deed for our country, co-authored with Harvey Silverglate, Conviction Machine, Standing Up to Federal Prosecutorial Abuse. There, there really is nothing worse than that. A society, a, a government that abuses its prosecutorial powers uh, has ended a liberty in that country. I mean, this is, this is very bad stuff. One more thing on general Flynn. So now I I understand, I, I understood it in general. You have been specific in why the people wanted to get rid of him. Uh, He wanted to audit the CIA, which is uh, charitably a mess uh, among other things. And the FBI as well. Is that fair to say? Yes, all the intelligence. All the intelligence, right. So why was his removal, well, let me put it this way, maybe why is not the word. With his removal, has that cleanup and auditing taken place? Uh, Some of the cleanup has started. Uh, To my knowledge, none of the audit team has been started, but then I wouldn't be in a position to know that if it was being done. Right. And there was another big reason, and that is because as, President Trump's national security advisor, he would have quickly learned about all of the illegal surveillance and the FISA abuses, et cetera, et cetera, that the FBI and others were doing on the Trump campaign. You mean Flynn would have learned? Exactly. Right. So my question is, why haven't his successors learned that? Well, I think they have at this point, and that's why information is being declassified and or otherwise provided right, good. to the defense. Okay, now. I have one more question. The crap that was going on with the Mueller investigation, none of it could be done because they were using that to block it all. Fair, good. One more question on Flynn than, than the general thesis of your book. Uh, I heard that one reason he pleaded guilty was that his son was being threatened with prosecution. Exactly. They pulled out a last-minute threat to indict him and his son the next day if he didn't plead guilty. His son had a four-month-old baby and was not involved in any form of criminal activity, but obviously that threat took a toll. And it's even worse than that because as we attached to our filing Friday a week ago, we have found documentary evidence now that the prosecutor and the Covington lawyers agreed to a secret side deal pursuant to which General Flynn's son would not be prosecuted, and it was kept secret. So Mr. Van Grack, the lead prosecutor, who is still with the Department of Justice, by the way, and runs their FARA division, would be able to uh, essentially lie to any further defendant Flynn might testify against and say there were no other promises made to General Flynn, which is a deliberate, intentional violation of the Brady Rule and the Giglio Rule that are constitutional, ethical, and legal obligations under which the prosecution operates. 